0: and welcome to today's episode of dr simone's mindspace i'm super excited to have lynn here as a guest in uh, today's podcast we're sitting after being super chill in zurich along the lake walking discussing our today's podcast (laughs) now finally landed in the sun warming up and um looking forward to a very interesting and sunny conversation on a not so sunny topic um, so yeah, um, you are specialized in a field that is troubling a lot of people and a lot of people have been running around from expert to expert to expert and nobody could really help them. The topic is chronic pain and I think I'll give the word to you to introduce yourself and maybe share a little bit about your passion to work with a very complex clientele.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. So my name is Lynn. Um, I've learned to be a physical therapist, graduated over 10 years ago, and ever since I was fascinated, fascinated with chronic pain, right? So you have 10 clients with shoulder pain, and you treat them, nine of them get better, and one guy just does not get better. You do the same exercises, you do the same manual therapy drills, but the pain doesn't change or it even gets worse. So I was from the beginning very, very curious what drives pain or why does somebody have pain and then also obviously what can one do to get out of chronic pain so that's been quite the the starting point of my journey then I've been uh, doing CrossFit for a long time been an athlete myself encountered many problems uh, with pain issues or movement issues and that's how I ended up being yeah completely passionate about chronic pain and
0: um, yeah that's what we're talking about today very inspiring and you mentioned, you just mentioned you're an athlete and you've been training a lot. And despite the training, you still had issues with pain or because of. So I think it's also important for all the couch potatoes out there that they don't think like, yes, now I can just sit down on my couch and don't move at all because then I don't get any pain. I don't think that's that's what you wanted, wanted to share either, right? <laughs> no, absolutely not. So
1: yeah, I would rather say I'm a hobby athlete, not a like super professional athlete, but I used to work out eight times a week and um, I did not actually run into so much pain because I was doing a lot of maintenance work. So self-maintenance right. work and mobility work uh, because that was also again the part that I realized If you take good maintenance of your body, you actually don't run into so many issues. Mm -hmm. Particularly in CrossFit, where you need um, huge ranges of motions, meaning your shoulder has to be extremely flexible, yet also super, super strong. Mm. And if you come into, for example, a CrossFit or another strength workout and um, you're having restricted shoulder mobility, then you probably run into shoulder pain at some point. So it's very important to understand what your body is capable of before you put yourself under uh, many repetitions with heavy weight. Right. Um, but again, I've seen many pain issues with my uh, my peers, my training buddies, and over the time, um, particularly in the competition time I was competing, I was able to program mobility work for my um, for your uh, colleagues for my colleagues really? exactly, wow. and that was just amazing to see that we had so little injuries. And so for everybody who's not moving that much, I think with every good thing, it's always the dosage. So if you do too much movement, you can run into overtraining or pain. But if you don't do movement, you also run into pain, right? Because we're meant to move. move.
0: Yeah, Um, I've helped my clients sometimes when they are not really interested in doing any exercise or changing habits when it comes to exercise or food. Habits, etc., is uh, or or social media or whatever it it may be, is um, to put in a small change. Don't make major changes from one day to the other, but sort of stick to a routine that you can maintain over a long period of time, such as the five minute exercise rule that you do a five minute exercise. You much rather do that every day for five minutes and that you run like 20 kilometers one day and then for the rest of the month you are so sore and so exhausted (laughs) that you're not doing anything anymore absolutely this is really something i think is very important as well and that goes obviously for people with with pain too to to still still despite the pain not completely stop moving or absolutely oh yeah that's retreat, actually retreat from social environments which i think yes. is a big point when when it comes to chronic pain as well right
1: yes absolutely and I think unfortunately sometimes the medical profession hasn't been wasn't very helpful because often people experience pain they go and see their, uh, um, um, their primary uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, practitioner their doctor and then the doctor says well here's some pain medication don't move for two weeks it should get better Better. obviously if you don't move a painful joint that it will get a tiny bit better but you haven't really dealt with the problem
0: and now we have the ambulance come pass by so much about pain because we're sitting right next to the University Hospital so that's that's where you end up when you don't move and don't, don't look <laughs> after so awesome. yourself Unfortunately, um, yeah, yeah.
1: So again, I would stress the importance of figuring out why did your pain start. What happened? Did you have an accident? Were you doing one movement over and over again, and that ended up causing you pain? Again, just really figuring out why did the pain start, and then addressing the issue, but also teaching you new movements or, like again, as Simon said, changing your habits bit by bit. And I'm also a huge fan of kind of that saying like you have one job. Right. So we have one exercise to do or one mobility drill to do and do that consistently and then after two weeks we change it or we can add movements um, mm-hmm. to it. But again, establishing the routine is key because again, the best exercises could eliminate the pain but if the patient doesn't do
0: any exercise, there will be no change. Right, right. I think this is this is really, really crucial and I like the fact that you come with this holistic approach and actually looking for the source rather than yes. sort of oh, let's treat the symptoms, let's do some kind of a paracetamol or whatever uh, injections of cortisol if you have an inflammation in your ligament or whatever it may be Yes, really go into the actual source, like why does somebody have... and And especially when there is no clear straightforward answer yes we should really be more humble and i think that's one of the things i really appreciate when talking to you is that you're so much more humble there's so often people in in our profession and it's so easy to say like let's do something because when doing something then you are also alleviating your own kind of anxiety of Mm -hmm. Oh, now I so could at least do something for this person. Now mm-hmm. I can I feel better and ask yourself why? Are, why did I just do this intervention? Is it really for the for the client for the patient, yeah. or is it actually for me because I cannot tolerate listening to somebody with chronic pain?
1: Yeah, interesting position. Huh. Yeah. I I think I usually. See myself a bit as a um, like Sherlock Holmes person, or sometimes I joke like I'm Sherlock Holming. I'm trying to really figure out the pain issue because for me it's literally a treasure hunt, right? Mm-hmm. So, understanding where the pain came uh, from, what we can so change about sweet. it. So, I'm actually super excited about this process to understand the person in its whole, and I yeah. think even if I then come to the conclusion that I cannot help, that maybe the person needs a doctor or, again, the person has some psychosomatic issues and would actually need to see a psychologist or a nutritionist or whatever, um, just taking the time to really understand where the person is today and where, what the body has experienced so far is usually very um, very good for the patient because then it helps them them as well to understand their story and I think every patient can just walk away with a better understanding of themselves mm-hmm. and um, even if I can't help and obviously I'll love if I can help <laughs> and it's definitely a good feeling but I think just giving the person my attention and the presence
0: yeah. to their problem is already a step forward in their progress. So important and I think this is the, this is the part that so many medical professionals don't think about that the actual listening part is sometimes way more important than the acting part mm. and it's it's really of course also I know a lot of times there's time constraint of how much time exactly. you have to talk to a patient. But yes. even if you only have these ten minutes, then use them wisely and really go to the source rather than the symptoms. And Of course, the patients are also used to, oh, yeah, like give me this pain medication and I'm pain free for like two hours. But it's really not a sustainable long term process, especially with something like chronic pain. It is chronic. So there is no quick fix. Yes. Yeah, I I
1: think unfortunately that is the problem, right, as you said, the time restriction, right? So many medical professionals today are in a hurry, um, like from a financial point of view, what the insurances are paying you for the Mm -hmm. amount of time. It's just not enough time, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that I'm very glad that I have a chance to say how long I want to run my sessions, Mm -hmm. and then also I often send out a questionnaire beforehand to gather information already, but then it is a long-term process. You cannot understand a, a person
0: and their body in five minutes So you and need their mind more time, right i think it's really well. yeah. it's also sometimes i say to 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 people if you think you can understand uh, the complexity of the human mind in 10 short cognitive behavioral therapy sessions <laughs> that's like disgrace for our yes for our men, mind right yes. we are way more complex and sometimes we, we love simplicity we, may, oh, yeah. we love these causal relationships but they are not there they are so rare especially yeah. when it comes to something so complex like the human human physical physiology and, and mind It's, yes. it's uh, the human body and mind is too complex to yeah. just have quick fixes just yeah. not happening
1: Yeah, I actually usually love to say that uh, pain is an action signal. So I don't know if you guys know, but actually pain does not mean that there has been tissue damage, right? Mm -hmm. So very often people think, oh, I have pain, something broke, something is torn or so. That actually does not have to be the case. Mm. Your brain can cause you pain if it thinks that you're going to hurt yourself, right? So right. I think that's a very important distinction. As, yeah. Exactly. And then taking pain as an action signal to be like, okay, what needs attention mm-hmm. and what needs to be changed? Mm-hmm. And then you can dive into this. And every pain onset, even if it's like um, mental pain, right? Mm-hmm. I think depression, anxiety, in my opinion, that is
0: mental pain. Yes, and, it you is. and you can have shoulder pain. It's also isolation. is separation. And like if you're bullied, this is mental pain. You can actually see the people who are excluded socially. If they take pain killers, that they feel better after... Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, huh? I know, so right? that
1: literally psychology plus psychological symptoms yeah. can be eased by what we usually give the body. So mm-hmm. I think again, in the brain, pain is just a signal to change something. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you could see that as the starting process of your process, because as you said nobody can really understand their own mind or somebody else's mind in a few quick sessions but just see it like okay actually I got pain and it's actually a chance it's a chance to understand
0: yourself better to grow to learn and hopefully to change for the better right and so if you we 're going to have another another podcast session where we 're going to talk about a specific case and how you work. Could you share a little bit about your is of your work, how you go about and I already like the fact that you 're so humble and actually the one who 's referring and doesn 't think you 're a superhero. And, and can do everything, right? Yeah. Um,
1: I think actually that is one of the, the biggest reliefs or freedoms that I have being self-employed now that I can actually say, sorry, I can help you and I can send mm-hmm. you away. Because when I was an employed physical therapist in hospitals, you just have to treat people, mm-hmm. right? And they come with a prescription from a doctor and the doctor expects you to do whatever you do in nine times 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. I found it so frustrating to feel like I'm... I'm faking good news to somebody Mm -hmm. when I felt like I cannot help them. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure that there's always help somewhere, which is sometimes probably takes a little while until you find your person or your Mm -hmm. niche or your therapy that you need to.
0: Um, But yeah, and And that I think is a problem, right? That people are not aware or not willing to actually invest some time. Yes. Everything has to be quick, everything has to be now, everything has to be effortless and i
1: think that is just not how things work in this world right we encounter suffering we encounter trouble and things just take time right um and i guess or i would actually think if you would expect that from life we would have less disappointments Mm -hmm. and we would be more willing to take time to yeah to to give heal. room exactly yeah. give room for issues to, to heal yeah. not to make them bigger than they have to be but just mm. understanding it's not a quick fix right right yeah right. so yeah usually if people come to me in a session I um I, uh, I, I take a lot of time to take a thorough history to understand again what is the pain that they're dealing with right now what is bothering them and then also understanding what other injuries accidents they had uh, what kind of sports they did. And what does their day look like? Are they like a desk jockey or are they running around all day to have like three children or three grandchildren to carry around all day? It's very important to understand what the body has to do and deal with. Right. This time it's the police. It's another 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 medical,
0: medical emergency. Looked like a police car. Yeah, we have the <laughs> Zurich Marathon here happening today, so maybe some of the people who actually did not listen to their bodies, maybe went we'll a little too far. <laughs> That's but, true. But um, n- nothing against exercising. But as you said in the beginning, right? There is a. There is a way of balancing if you are like me for example who's more or less running a marathon every other day it's, it's okay to do a marathon and, and not uh, have any problems but if you are going from zero to marathon then that's maybe not ideal because your body and your ligaments and muscles are not ready for it. yes so start with a smaller routine and, and then go bigger rather than go big and then not and then go very small. Yeah. Absolutely. And then up at your clinic because yes. they don't know why why am I in pain.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. But that goes back again to the patients, right? If you wanna pick up a new skill, it takes time to develop, right? And- I think many people are mentally strong so I think many people could push through a marathon but then it's just a question like on what kind of cost so how much did you destroy your body that wasn't prepared for it but in your mind you were able to do it right Hmm. but I think the older we get I hope we turn more towards longevity and just understanding how to take good care of our body so that we will actually age well and still can
0: move and play and be pain free right good care of our body and our mind because they are really two two entities together and yes. not really separate, which is, I think, very very crucial and has a lot to do when it comes to chronic pain as well. Oh, but there yeah. is such a big mental component that often is always is also not taken into consideration because yes. of the focus on the physical symptom of pain. Yes. And uh, as you said in the beginning, there is not only physical pain; there is also mental pain, yes. and that can be as as intense or even intenser as the physical pain
1: oh absolutely and i mean and nowadays everybody is still frowning at mental health issues uh and body issues are normal right but i think it's yeah. getting a bit better that we're, we're talking more about it but yeah yeah again also if somebody comes into my session i do try to feel where are they mentally could yeah. they use some support somewhere because again if they're not in a strong place mentally how is the body supposed yeah, to exactly. heal if the functioning centers yeah. are in mental stress yeah. right yeah so yeah i'll do that and then obviously depending on the physical issue I do some movement testings I always want to see people move because that's when I really can see how they compensate when does the pain occur does it go away and so on and then usually um, with all that information I can make a prognosis and I do some treatment stuff I always give homework because it's a a partnership here it's not just uh, getting a takeout medication and you're done so it's again always my most important thing is the behavior change so change what caused you to get into pain mm-hmm. change it for the better and then hopefully do some exercises and movements that will actually make you stronger because again i always like to look at pain as the, the weakest link in the chain mm-hmm. so if you can fix that you will get overall healthier and better and better
0: equipped to run an amazing life amazing what a great final quote <laughs> and hey thank you for for joining Thanks. thank you for enjoying the sunshine as well in Zurich finally after the cold yeah and we need the vitamin D <laughs> we need it yeah you're so right and um, so yeah if, if people have questions feel free to, to give feedback and uh, our to be continued sessions so thank you all and thank you lynn for for being here today
1: yeah thank you so much for having me and maybe if some of your listeners if you have specific questions drop them and we can address them in the next podcast absolutely uh, that would be maybe very interesting well yeah yeah thanks for thank listening you. talk to you another time bye, bye.